In a world where trust is shattered and darkness looms, one man's journey from betrayal to redemption will captivate your heart. Absolutely. Even if Absolutely. you don't take them. If you have a relative that is a Christian, yes. allow them to take the kids. I like that. Because yeah. it's like, you, you may not want Jesus, but... Thrown into a detention center, he grappled with the harsh reality of being imprisoned mentally and physically. At that moment, I told myself, I'm not going behind bars no more. Betrayed and deceived by the one he trusted most. So now we're about to enter into this part of your life where you're cheated on. It was rough for me. Bought teddy bears for her, flowers. And my heart just got squeezed and beat upon and crushed and stuck. In the depths of his despair, he questioned God's plan. I said, I said, you don't know what just happened to me, Meg. But amidst the darkness, a glimmer of hope emerged. He found solace in the teachings of a higher power. And in that moment, he discovered a new purpose. Out with the old. In with the new. In with the new. The Holy Spirit came inside of me. From being lost to salvation, this is the story of Nick. Coming soon, this summer on July 1st on YouTube and all podcast platforms. Yes, my mom was strict, but I could have rebe rebelled too because of her strictness. <laughs> um, being the oldest, I had, I had all the excuses to be like, you know, I don't have to stay here. I'm past 18. I'm 30. You know, I, sadly, at 30, I had to bury my mom, you know, but, you know, that's these life challenges. Like, that's what's important, you know, family, love. Welcome to the Call by God podcast with Adney Godet and myself, Nixon Sylvain. This show is about dialogues of biblical characters and testimonies of Christians who submitted to the will of God. Each week, we bring on one guest so that they can share their story of how they were called by God. I hope this show inspires you. Enjoy. Welcome to the Call by God podcast, a podcast where we share personal stories of faith, and discuss the Bible teachings on salvation. I'm your host, Brother Nick, and I'm here with Sister Adney Godin. And we are honored to share these powerful stories with you. Today we have a special guest, Yolandi Batista, who will share who will be sharing her testimony of how she came to know Jesus as her Lord and Savior. Yolandi will share her struggle before finding salvation. In addition, she will expound on how her decision to follow Christ and how the decision has had a positive impact on her faith journey and her life. Yolandi's testimony will remind us that no matter our past, God's love and grace are available to all who seek him. It will also serve as a reminder that salvation is not about, about only getting into heaven, but also about the transformation that occurs in our hearts and lives when we accept Jesus as our Lord and our Savior. So join us, Call by God podcast family, as we listen to Yolandi, powerful, God-given testimony. Sister Yolandi, welcome, welcome to the Call by God podcast. How are you doing? Hello, 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 family. Awesome. Great to be here. Thank you so much for the invitation. Amen. Hey, y'all, y'all world. So I know she's a little bit laid back right now. So we're all, see, see, this 
this show is going to be real special, right? Because we we're island folks, island folks. <laughs> we're we go we might mix it up a little bit with a little bit of English, a little bit of French, a little bit of Creole. <laughs> So we might we might mix it up with a little bit of everything. Hey, Yolandi, brother Nick just took the whole conversation. Kijon <laughs> Hello. How you doing, sis? How you doing? Oh, How you doing? Good. good. How the babies? Thank you. They're awesome. You Amen. Know, being natural. Amen. I love it. This is gonna be a special episode. So I'm gonna be uh testing out my Creole a little bit. Just don't make, just don't, just don't make fun of me, y'all. Just don't. So to all in French people out there that's listening to this podcast, please have mercy on me and extend your grace upon me. Because these two sisters that I have here, they show enough how to speak French and Creole. I think, uh, well, Creole. Creole. Yeah, stick with Creole. They know I speak it very fluently. And they always mess with me. So y'all bear with me if I, if I try to, you know, put a word or two out there. But sac pa, I guess sac passe, sac passe, not boule. Yes, there you go, not boule. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> um, Sister Yolandi, um, just so, just just take a few uh, minutes, not a few minutes, but a few seconds to tell our guests a little bit uh, about yourself before we get into your um, your initial question. Just tell our listeners what you're about. Okay. Um, basically, I, I'd like to start off by saying I was conceived in Haiti, but I was born in Miami. Uh, so my mom traveled in the boat while she was pregnant with me. And um, my first language was Creole, because that's all she knew. Um, <laughs> and I grew up in a Christian background, I would say, ba- Baptist, like automatic. Um, always praising, always fasting. I would say seven weeks, well, it's not seven weeks, seven days of the week. Church, not ongoing, nonstop. So, yes, a little bit of that. Um, I was into sports in school. Uh, of course, medical background, many years. Uh, I would say I love family. I do. I'm the oldest of Four siblings, but I raised in the household of seven total siblings. So that's me. I had stepbrother and stepsisters. That was a challenge in itself. But, you know, with my mom being a Christian, um, taught us how to have togetherness. And uh, I love that. Um, I can say my struggle growing up was um, the fact that because I only knew Creole, um, I had a hard time with English. Um, I started really speaking at age five. That's one thing um, a lot my, a lot of people might not know. So English was not really um, easy for me growing up. I did struggle, struggle in college because of you know English being my second language. I did go to Esau. Um, but I overcame that with, with God's grace. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little bit about me. Hey, man. Hey, man. I love it. I mean, you said a, a, a mouthful right there. So, um, but we're we going to uh, dive a little bit deeper 
um, into your background, your story. And um, I don't even know how much time we got, but we're going to try to do this as smoothly as we can. And I know sometimes when, when we share our testimonies, they could get deep. And um, I mean, you shared so much from from Haiti, from being a Baptist until you playing sports, your upbringing. So I want you to um, I want you to really go more in detail and provide a glimpse into your upbringing. And um, it don't have to be lengthy, but try to go more in depth. I know, you know, initially when you was telling our listeners what you're about, but try to highlight or capture some moments, those moments about your upbringing. I probably never asked you that before, but just to sit back and just to hear you, um, I, I, I want a little bit, know a little bit more about your upbringing and background. So, yes, it was just me and my mom because I didn't, um, I didn't grow up with a father. I did grow up with a stepfather, like from age seven to probably 20s, but wasn't a good role model. So my mom had to play both roles. So taught me how to cook, you know, clean, you know, the wifely duties to get me prepared for, you know, you know, for marriage, I would say. Guaranteed. Um, <laughs> what What stood out to me when it comes to uh, my mom, the fact that she was strong and driven and she was determined when it comes to the Christian Christian life. I say, you know what? I need to experience that for myself, whatever she's talking about. And this is why, like in high school, that's one of the uh, testimony I want to like highlight. The fact that I thought I wasn't going to graduate high school. <laughs> I said, let me see what my mom was talking about when it comes to fasting and praying. Because I want to graduate with my friends. I don't want to be here 30 years old <laughs> 12, at the 12th grade. So I fast and pray in church. So my eyes was red like I was smoking and my knees was ashy because I, was, I stayed on my knees and I said, Lord, that cannot be me. I need to experience myself who you are. I want that for myself. Lo and behold, after taking this test three times, I passed on a fourth try. And I exceeded what they asked me. So I said, I said, there's nothing wrong with serving God. You just got to, <laughs> you got to want him for yourself. And this is why I stuck to, you know, the verses like Matthew 22, verse 37 to 39, where it says, love the Lord with all your heart, um, with all your soul and mind. And I stuck to Psalm 51 because I said, I know I'm not perfect. Uh, I know I got to keep working myself, working on myself. Um, I would say no one's perfect. You know, there's nothing wrong with me. So I said, you know, I got to stick to those verses because that's what she taught me to always repeat these verses. You know, I'm a sinner. You know, I got to do better. Um, the Psalm of David, Psalm 27, all these verses helped me. Um, and this, And I always told myself, in which we've heard it before, garbage in, garbage out. And I say, you know, why not just keep the positive in? And that would be to absorb what my mom taught me, you know, the foundation of um, Jesus Christ. That's what helped me as a youth. And of course, I have other um, other things that help me because I, I know I have challenges, you know, being a girl, you know, 
you have a certain look and you're like a target and people look at you like something got to be wrong with you because no boyfriend, no husband. And what's going on? Or are you, do you like girls? Do you like, <laughs> uh, what is it? Do you like older men? What is it? I mean, that was, that was, that's what I had to deal with growing up. And, um, I said, no, I, I, I kept strong. I was saying I was stubborn. I would say stubborn and what else? And I was distracted. I kept myself distracted. Um, so I can like dismiss all these negative sayings. So it goes to one ear out, out the, the other end. Um, also, what helped me maintain uh, my faith was listening to audios like John Hagee, Joyce Mayer at the time. Um, they knew how to target certain points. Like, And most of all, I would say music. Music, um, it has a profound and multifaceted impact on, you know, the human mind and emotions. So I say, you know, I'm going to use that to like push out any negative words or demon, demonic, anything. And I know no, in my knowledge, it says, you know, it regulates, you know, my mood. So I say, I'm going to have to stick to that. It, it's therapeutic. That's what helped me. It removed stress. So I said, you know, I can't rely on man to help me when it comes to, you know, being positive or giving, you know, instilling positive words. I have to do it for myself and I have to stick to the word. So that's one thing I know my mom mom left with me to help me as a young, they would say beautiful young lady. Um, Another distraction would be, of course, sports. I I was into basketball. Um, I also played volleyball. I also played uh, tag football. So all these things, they got me distracted. And of course, church, get into church groups, uh, singing. That's another thing. I had a music background. My father used to DJ. He used to sing. My mom used to sing. Um, I used to join her, <laughs> the elderly's group. <laughs> I, the younger one. I used to join that group. So that's what helped me to to stay focused. You know, life throw us red flags and yellow tapes. Because yellow tapes are, are, are warnings also. It said, don't cross that line. So I say, you know what? I got to pay attention. If I fall, it's not going to be the Lord's fault. It's not going to be my, um, my mom's fault. It's going to be on me because it's all written. You know how I'm supposed to live my life. <laughs> Stay with us. We'll be right back. Thank you for making it midway through this episode. We want to take a moment to sincerely thank each and every one of you who have been supporting our show. Your encouragement and positive feedback mean the world to us. We want to continue to bring you inspiring and thought-provoking content each week, and that's where we need your help. We kindly ask you to support our podcast by clicking on the link provided in the description below. Your support will enable us to grow, reach a wider audience, and continue to produce the quality content you enjoy. 
We truly appreciate your support and value your contribution to the Call by God podcast. Together, let's inspire and uplift others in their faith journey. Thank you once again for your continued support, and we look forward to bringing you more enlightening episodes in the future. God bless. I think you have a um, very interesting upbringing, and, um, and and I know I know you know I have a real crowd too, uh, Sister Yalandi, and and I I want you to uh, one of my uh, the preachers at the church would say I'm I'm going to try to hope somebody, I'm going to try to help somebody, and, and I know I hear a lot of your mother in the conversation, and even that that ties in with your relationship with Christ. And I know that had a lot to do with your your upbringing. And I know that could be very that could be challenging when you're trying to live in a a sinful world, but yet at the same time you try to do things that pleases God and and also to not disappoint your mother. That could come with some challenges. And, and um, I want you to go a little bit more detail now. When 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 you said that you know that people thought, hey, do you like girls? Do you like boys? Because I know there's a there's a degree of purity. Right when you when you carry yourself in a certain fashion, um, a godlike fashion, um, there's a there's a degree of purity. So when individuals look at you, especially if you're a person that that deemed to be attractive to them, they're gonna be like, hold on, like I'm trying to holler at you. Like there's there's a purity, you know. They like like man, I, I want a church girl. So and I, I know you talked about that, but what what are some of the things that you believe? Um, and again, I'm trying to hope somebody. Um, what are some of the things that you you believe uh, that were taught biblically that you kept intact that you didn't decide to conform to the world? Um, and I know one of the things you you mentioned it, um, and I want you just going to detail whether or not it's um, relationship or dating or uh, sleeping around. Like, what were some of the things that you did you felt that you kept intact? Like, I'm not going to do this no matter what. I'm going to keep myself pure. I want you to respond on that. Oh, like, yeah, that would be, like I said, um, distraction. That's my, and, and of course, being stubborn, like I was saying before. Um, if I know I have a problem with drinking, I'm not going to stop by the bar. I'm not going to do that. If I know I struggle with gluttony, because I know I love food, I'm not going to go to the buffet. I just setting myself up. And this is what I mean about there's yellow tape and there's red flags. Some things are like, it's like in your face. And I say, I got to protect me. And I got to make sure I mold myself and prepare myself for the person that deserved me. And I'm sure he's being molded too for me. And um, I said, you know, everyone's different. I know we're fearfully and wonderfully made. It's not because I'm privileged. Um, I said, you know, it's a choice. It's a choice. Because I can, I can jump on a bandwagon like everybody else. But I say I choose to be different. That was, that was for me, for my personal uh, reasons. Um, I try to shed more light, like say, you know, do something more positive. Like let's say, let's go bowling as a group. It don't have to be like, you know, just two people or maybe four. 
Because of your, your Haitian upbringing and the fact that your mom is raising you in the church, there's a level of, of standard that is um, that is impressed upon you, right? And then wanting, number one, to please God and to please your mom. How did you maintain um, keeping yourself pure, number one, for God, and number two, to please um, your mom and everything, um, how she raised you and, and what she expected of you? Um, and I'm thinking that that's the best way to ask you that question because we, when we're raised in the Haitian culture, we're raised with a completely different level of mindset when it comes to a relationship with Christ and understanding how we are to keep ourselves pure. I always make sure I kept myself busy. Um, like I was saying, um, I think I said not too long ago that um, if I have to learn a new language or go back to school for something else, um, that's a way of not thinking about, you know, you know, desires that the world trying to enforce in me. I know I want to make my mother proud, most definitely. And I know I could have disappointed her too. But like I was saying before, it's a choice. Because I know people look at me like, they were, they were looking at me. They said, you're the oldest your sister is married before you. Your brother married before you. I was the last one. But all that could have could have bothered me. I said their words is not helping me. It's not uplifting me. It's not telling me, you know, um, your time will come. I, were, I was not getting that. I was getting, you know, that means... There's 30 days in the in the in the in the calendar, 31. And you're about to be 32, still not married. It's like all that negative. <laughs> it's like, you know what? Try to look, try to find a positive way of doing things so you don't think about what's not helping. Um, so like I said, if I had to go to gym, if I had to go running, I just kept myself busy. And the time was just going by real fast. You know, support groups. Uh, I attend support groups, uh, youth groups. Uh, if we have to go to the camp, um, we do that. Um, I just found myself in place where it's godly or spiritual, I would say. Um, that's the only, like I say, the distraction that would, that helped me to keep the word in me so that when you speak to me, it'll ooze out. I mean, that was my goal every time. Um, Cause I said, it's easy to, to jump in the bandwagon, you know, but I'm trying to set myself to be different. Um, you know, especially being a role model, being the oldest, you know, it's easy to point the finger, you know, um, this is not right. Or you're not doing it right. You know, she got to do this. You know, um, I, I know it's not easy, especially nowadays, because, you know, girls are flaunting, you know, their bodies. And you want you want you want to be able to be weed out. You want to weed out like you, you want to you don't want to mix with the grass and the weeds. You want to stand out like you want to be a flower in the garden. Just stand out. And I, I've heard the saying, you know, you're not meant to fit in. You're meant to 
stand out, you know? That's what we're born to, to stand out. And it would be best to stand out for Christ, you know, to show that he's, he's real and that it's possible. But you got to be determined. You got to, like I said, be stubborn. Just like they're stubborn on their end, we got to try to do the same for our Christ. We got to try to do the same. We got to do the same. Um, and, and that's what I meant, like, as, as a, a youth, you know, yes, my mom was strict, but I could have rebe- rebelled too because of her strictness. <laughs> um, being the oldest, I had, I had all the excuses to be like, you know, I don't have to stay here. I'm past 18. I'm 30. You know, I, sadly, at 30, I had to bury my mom, you know, but, you know, that's these life challenges. Like, that's what's important. You know, family, love, you know, take care of your family, love, learn something. If, if you know, if you know Creole, you good and fluent, try to learn Chinese, keep yourself busy. Or if you're already uh, an engineer and you bored with being an engineer, um, Go go to agriculture. Find something to do. Find something else to do. I mean, especially now, technology is awesome. You don't have to do nothing and you make money. <laughs> you know, TikTok and all this. But, like, I would use that to my advantage, you know, to spread the word. If, it is, if it's, like, through TikTok, you know, spread the word or share, share your talent. Try to put light on your talent, you know, that God gave you. Uh, your gift, I would say. I would like to say, like, focus more on these things that will help someone else, you know, not just for yourself. Don't think only for yourself. Think of how you will impact others, you know. I mean, that's what helped me, I would say. This concludes Yolandi episode. Stay tuned for part two of the remaining episode and be blessed. That's it for now. But before we go, please continue to listen, subscribe, and share our podcast. Also, if you want to support our show, please scroll down to the bottom of the show notes and click on the link that says buy me a coffee. We would greatly appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And remember, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. And also, Jesus Christ loves you. Thank you. There's more. What if today was your last day on earth? Would you be ready to meet your maker? Well, Jesus Christ has given us the good news. He told his disciples in Mark 16, 15, 16, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Jesus Christ has instructed his children to share and preach the gospel, which is the good news, which means that Jesus Christ came and that he was sacrificed. He was buried and he rose on the third day by believing and by repenting and confessing and being baptized. You will be saved. So it is your choice. Jesus Christ will not force you. You've heard the message. You heard personal testimonies. But this is your opportunity to give your life to Christ. 
don't wait until tomorrow because tomorrow is not promised. So I hope you submit to the will of God and give your soul to Christ. Be blessed.